I go again, gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Coast Neighbors, I'm Seth. Hey, Brian, I feel like I just talked to you, like, a little bit ago. How was HR? Good, good. I was going to ask you what you learned, so I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that you know that. For those of you that don't know, this is part two. Welcome to part two of our political discussion here and if you haven't heard part one stop stop what you're doing flip over the tape and listen to side a oh my god <laughs> so yeah so definitely i mean i guess you don't have to listen to part one first if you don't want to but why wouldn't you i mean let's be real i think if you're listening to the show you're a completionist, and you want to get everything out of life that you can. So let's go back and enjoy part one. We'll wait. We'll wait. Brian, we'll wait, right? Yeah, we'll be right here. We'll just wait. Mm. You know, baseball season restarted. Yeah. I can't read. I don't remember. I can't remember things either. <laughs> Whoa. I have no idea. What? And I couldn't even tell you because I don't remember. Oh, hey, you're back. How was part one? I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, sorry about Brian. He's probably going to do more of that on this one. Just as a heads up. But anyway... Welcome back. Thanks for catching up on part one, and welcome to part two. Now, I have a question for you, Brian, because you 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 make a good point about the roommates needing to sit down and discuss, you know, how to make things work. And so, on on the topic of healthcare, I my personal thought, if I if I somehow had the power to not just control Hollywood, as we've expressed that I have on the show, but also to help. The country or the world. Eh, we'll focus on the country. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, not, I'm saying, I'm saying, if I'm saying, if I had that ability. Yes, if I had the ability to control everything in the country. My thought with the healthcare thing is. You are correct that it would probably bankrupt us to provide everybody here with with free health care the way things are now because what I and this and this is where I actually think that our overall our whole the idea of our democracy political whatever is flawed is that both sides the left and the right they're all completely controlled by corporate interests and lobbyists anyway and that's really where the problem is, is that both sides have somebody else to answer to, and no matter what legislation is getting passed, it's 
it's benefiting those interests first. And that's where I like with healthcare, I feel like you look at Canada and you look at the same you can get the exact same exact same medicine in Canada is a fraction of the cost as it would be here. And the reason for that That's that's fine. Right. Yes. Right, and that's the thing is that the reason why providing health care for all would bankrupt us is because the cost of health care has been allowed to skyrocket to a point where it's just it's it's not it's it's nonsensical is what it is and so i feel like what would need to happen is that's where things need to get tightened down that's where i think regulations need to get imposed and the government should step in and say hey big pharma fuck off that's the issue and then it wouldn't be so hard to actually provide health care for your people or for people to provide their own pay for their own health care if it wasn't more than a fucking college tuition to get a surgery done. No, I think I, well, I think what I said is perfect and should be untouched and let's just put it into law. Yeah, of course. D go. D that's what this whole thing is, man. God damn it, Brian. I don't believe you. They do not sell anything called blizzards. Jizzards. <laughs> That's what she said. All right. What, what were you going to say? And we're out of time, folks. Thank you for listening. As always, I'm Seth. That's Brian. And, oh, you had more. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh. Oh, that was uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've, and it, it it goes great with the cum dumpster. Anyway, healthcare. You were saying, I'm right. I'm perfectly right in everything. Yes. You just said a hundred percent. Like we can replay this. You said a hundred percent. <laughs> All right. That's fair. I didn't say that. False. Wrong. Fake news. 
<laughs> yeah. It's so easy. And he gets so upset. That's the thing is he doesn't have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the American people lost, but comedy won. At least you cite your sources. Mine are, I heard a thing, or here's a thought I had one time on the shitter. You mean, you mean drunk uncle? I love drunk uncle. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Right, but that's why I feel like it shouldn't be, and that's where I think that 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 Bernie Sanders had it right in that if we went to a single payer deal, where we pay taxes that go towards the government, businesses pay subsidies and taxes or whatever that go towards the government. The government is what pays for the medical care. So then the government is going to be more incentivized to bargain down lower costs of care because the government is the one footing the bill. They don't get to continually ask for more money from us. They've got to take the money they get and make it work. So they're going to want to go to the table and say, look, we're not paying this much. And if that is the only method of health care in this country, then the doctors would have to play ball with it. And we get more like what we have with Britain, where we'd have doctors that you could either not practice medicine or you can practice medicine. I mean, it's no other job gets to do that. I mean, McDonald's workers don't get to sit there and go, I'll tell you what, this guy that just pulled up in the nicer car, we're going to charge him more money. So I'm going to get more for selling him this burger than the dude that just walked through the drive through. They don't, you know, so I feel like take the option away. Well, okay, fine. You've not been to a McDonald's? Right. There should be a standard of like, how much money did you waste this year on bullshit? Because well, that's the thing is, that's why that's why I feel like they need to close tax loopholes, um, and it just it needs to be a flat percentage tax, and that's the thing that I've even talked to some people that are higher income that that agree, and they know that yes, they're gonna pay more taxes than I do in that in that system, but we're all paying like if. 10%. Let's say it's 10%. You know? Yes, fine. Somebody at my level is going to pay. I'm going to pay less than than you know the CEO of the company I work for, but we're both paying 10% of our wage. And it's just... Right. Exactly. Right. 
<laughs> wow, that sensitivity training really worked for you. Very good. To an extent, sure. I think that I think that we should honestly try to mirror what's going on in some of the other, like Canada, in countries where it seems to be working just fine. Well, now how come my boners aren't super awesome? Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's a safe bet for this show in general and I think our listeners know that by now. <laughs> so you're saying it are you, are you now are you now recanting on that is that not a real thing <laughs> all right anyway continue Right, and that's why I say we should try to mirror, like, Canada, because clearly people aren't melting their innards for boners up there, so they're doing it right. Right, well, see, and that's where we go back to my other point, was that both sides are, f are equally controlled by corporate interests anyway. 
hard to sell. I mean, you, you're, you're a hustling act, dude. I'm a musician. We, we both work as songwriters. We started our podcast on this whole magical mm-hmm. songwriter thing. It's sure. hard to get people to listen to your song, right? Like, yeah. We, wrote, we write songs and people don't give a fuck. Like, it's That's hard. true. The same thing can be said of, of making a law. Making a law is just as hard as writing a song or writing a hit screenplay. That shit takes forever. And I think people underestimate it. Like, oh, laws just get made. Someone says, hey, what if we make sucking dicks a law? I don't know why sucking dicks is our theme this episode. It just is. This episode? This episode. Our entire show. You're, you're uh, really going to try and pretend that you don't talk about that on every episode. Ladies and gentlemen, the homoeroticism in this show is not unintentional. We are shamelessly, shamelessly trying to play up the two confused boys who've wandered into the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've never been in a gay club. Is that a penis? Oh my god, these men aren't wearing any clothing. Oh gosh, I'm surprised. My manliness feels manlier. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, this feels like the, the best time to actually segue into a personal a personal bit here. Um, I mean, is yes. this the moment where you come out of the closet? I no, this is about you. As the purveyor of dicks on this show, because I think it's safe to say that you definitely bring the dicks out, and I tend to try and smack them away. Is kind of the dynamic we have here, right? Would you uh, would you argue with that? Oh, I'm sure that I do. I'm not saying I never bring up the dicks, but I think that if we were to do another Facebook, con- yeah, if we had if we had if we had a cock off, I think that yeah, you're winning that shit, hands down, hand over fist. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I just think it's funny that as the majority stakeholder in the dick conversation that you are, the dick whisperer, um, you, uh, you're actually the one of us that's married to a woman, and you are actually expecting a child soon. So I I just I think it's funny that you play up this confused sexuality boy thing where of the two of us you're the one that actually is about to be even more domesticated. There was an episode yes, several actually I think. And there was also one where I'm pretty sure yeah, because that was Brianna. Yeah, because you were trying to you were trying to get you were trying to get me Stark Seth to to hook up with Brianna. Wow, our catalog has got to be confusing to people. Anyway, that was a that was a we got way off topic. So yeah, Brian's having a kid. 
Nope, nope. Brian is very much showing right now. He's got a glow and a nice baby bump. But before that, though, before you tried to bring out the dicks again, what the hell are we talking about? Something about healthcare. Mm hmm. No. I think depending on why you voted for Donald Trump. But he hasn't done the Obamacare thing. That's true. That's true. That's true. Is it the dude under the overpass? Yeah. How is his uh how is his uh, sc uh script though the screenplay Really <laughs> There's a real story that I want you to tell real quick about what you heard out of your car window one day as the homeless guy that was collecting cans and bottles. <laughs> a nickel at a time a nickel at a time sorry but anyway so before I got you on that tangent so where do you get like you were gonna you were recommending something Ooh. Do you? <laughs> where do you rank it as far as, um, like, for legitimacy, where would you rank it next to Fox News? Are you like, is Fox News as bad or no? Okay. 
Gotcha. <laughs> That's a good time to investigate after it's too late. I would have thought one of them would have been The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. Okay. Ah. Okay. Okay. Right. Let me ask you a question. Because I agree with you entirely about the whole misdirection. And 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 it, it doesn't go unnoticed because there are there are voices out there that are saying that's a distraction. Don't look like you know. Do not forget about this. We need to be looking at this. Um, and unfortunately, you know, when when people say that, you know, when they're like, oh yeah, the stuff in Syria, you know, he's just distracting us from doing this. They're labeled as a conspiracy theorist. So with the ability to kind of change the rules that we've seen, like with getting Gorsuch through, Congress quote-unquote went nuclear, and they literally changed the law, right? Well, I'm sure it was a Democrat. I'm not saying that they came up with it, but the fact that it's now it's now put into effect, and so you no longer need what was it, a two-thirds majority? Now you just need a majority? 
They did. Once they made the change, they they couldn't get him through with that. They the the Democrats were going to filibuster, and before they could do that, the Mitch McConnell decided, nope, we're going to change it. So instead of needing two thirds, we just need a majority, fifty one, which they had without any. No, no, they did it. That was the big thing: is that it actually happened. And then there was then there was fallout from both sides. Democrats and Republicans were some were like. That was Democrats were like that was wrong. Some Republicans were like, "This is a big deal. They shouldn't have done it." No, they definitely did it. Yeah, they yeah they absolutely did that. That much I know, um, and that's how we got through is because because they wouldn't have had they wouldn't have had the votes to push them through, and at the very least it would have been filibustered. So they literally changed the rules. They they full on. Without doubt, they changed the rules moving forward. It, if we ever get, you know, a, a Democratic majority and there becomes an opening, it'll benefit that side. But the rules are now changed for the future. So if that can happen on that scale and you have a president in alignment and now you have a Supreme Court that's tilted that way, Do you think, and granted, I'm thinking it's a small likelihood, but dictators do come to power somehow, right? Do you think there is any chance that through all of the smoke screens and misdirections and whatnot, and I know this is going to sound like I've got my tinfoil hat on, but do you think that there is any possibility that Trump could usher us into maybe via war, maybe via any other sort of scenario that we haven't thought of. Do you think that we could see a scenario where in which Trump actually is able to circumvent the whole two-term maximum deal and being able to be voted out and that sort of thing, and literally we get stuck with, in essence, a dictator that, that sticks around for longer than two terms? Right.
Really? <laughs> but I but I'm talking about a, a point where literally cuz and what made me think of it was was um with all the stuff in Syria Assad you know a, Assad Assad was I'm doing air quotes now elected in was it 2000 I think it was or was it 2007 Right yeah, his yeah, his dad was his dad was in power since the 70s. And then when when he died or whatever, his son quote unquote won an election in which it was literally illegal to run against him. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel like we're always that way. I mean, we try and it seems like we cuz because we chase the oil. It literally I think it's cuz we chase oil. <laughs> It'll be a four-parter, five-parter. I'm smiling at you because I feel like now it's going to happen. When you mean part one or the, 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 okay. 
course. You know who I actually like is Dan Rather. He's actually, he's got a thing now. If you, um, uh, <laughs> this is what our world has come to. He has a, he started a Facebook page. Or I don't know if he started it, but he's he's heavily entrenched in a, in a Facebook page now. Um, and I'm going to, I'm actually going to peruse and check it out here um, to get you the name of it. But, but it is, it is actually, and it is, it, it I don't know if it's a liberal slant or if it's just an anti-administration slant. Um, he definitely. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah, it's called News and Guts, by the way. News and Guts. <laughs> well, that's why he left CBS, right? He made some kind of mistake or something and... Right, that's that's the thing I'm finding is, like, critical thinking, yes, but critical thinking is just speculation unless you can find some sort of fact to to really verify something with, and that's the problem is that we don't have that anymore because there is no irrefutable source of this is completely unbiased news that just doesn't exist anymore. So you have to if everything has a bit of a slant. 
Interesting. <laughs> Wait, are you saying they don't? Not to shoot your credibility even, even more, but you're also sitting there with a giant D on your face. Yeah. Yep. Since this is a, uh, a radio program, uh, he's wearing a Dodgers hat. He's got a big old D on his head. We can't talk about sports. This is the political one. Come on. <laughs> okay, so we've delved into the future. You, you. So what, what do you think needs to happen from the Democratic side of things? Like what should the next steps be for the left?
Oh, God. Before we get out of here, I want to ask you the opposite question. They've got at least two years, depending on how midterms go for Congress and whatnot. Potentially four. Yes, potentially four years, potentially eight. So what do you see happening as far as lawmakers and changes happening affecting middle America right now because we know what they voted for but it's not what they're gonna get and it's not what they're getting like I, I, I read something actually yesterday I think it was that talked about and again this was just like it was a headline I read I did not delve into the article because I was at work um, so I don't know I couldn't even tell you the source so it could be tabloidy fake news stuff I don't know but it said that that Trump apparently was threatening to freeze subsidies for poor people, like any of the benefits that go to like welfare and poor people and shit. He was was threatening to freeze that unless the Democrats agreed to a uh, health care reform bill. And so I I could see something like that happening. Again, I have no idea how factual that headline is, but. I can see that sort of thing happening because, you know, they're just pawns in the game for the billionaires. So what do you see happening as far as realistically the middle class, low to middle class, their future in the next few years? <laughs> yeah. 
Right. <laughs> Good God, you're like a you're like a not a jingle machine, but a uh, what am I thinking of here? No, the line. What do they what do they call the line? Slogan. You're a slogan machine right now. What is your thought on the marijuana thing right now? Because I know that uh, Sessions has been pushing for reinvigorating the war on drugs that we've talked about in the past. Um, and, it, and it is still federally illegal. No matter what the states pass, technically, federally, you can be try you can be charged with a crime. So what is your thought on that? And do you think that that is something we could see happening? Uh, obviously, we're not going to see it federally legalized anytime soon now. But do you think that we'll see it swing the other way to where actually it becomes more of a threat for federal crime? Willie Nelson, man. Right.
<laughs> I was going to say, um, oh, yeah, what well, is Hollywood in general? I mean, I, I've never, it was really, I, I've lived in Illinois, I've lived in Oregon, I've lived in Washington, I've lived in California. I've never seen cocaine use until California, and only in California. Not saying that nobody does it anywhere else, but damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, I... I don't think that a war on drugs is a bad thing. I think that that classifying marijuana as a harder substance than is it cocaine or heroin that it's listed as harder than right now? Right. Think so. Like, on what do I think they should do with it? Or what do I think they will do with it? I think that they should legalize it federally and tax it. Treat it like tobacco and alcohol. Regulate and tax it. It's, It's been... The states that have done it have seen nothing but benefits. Oh, insanely well. I mean, there have been stories where there have been cities and states that have have gathered too much tax revenue from it and have had to actually replenish and refund some back to their constituents because it's a thing that people enjoy and yeah my thought like the the whole It's I well, and I had heard, and I don't think this ever happened, but I had actually heard that Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, apparently, like like some of their locations in some states that that had legalized it, were actually going to be trying to sell uh, marijuana in their stores as well, which is fucking brilliant. I mean that that's synergy right there. Holy shit. Um, because I'm sorry, I I if I could go and get some pre-rolled blunts. And a fucking 20-piece bucket. That right there, I'm good for a weekend, man. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, because we are almost out of time again. So, and we're not doing a part three. We're wrapping it up. We got to. So, I, I don't think that our livers can tolerate any more politics. But I wanted to ask, because we touched on this, but I feel like we might have tangent, tangented, tangent, tangent, and Oh, it's late. <laughs> I feel like we might have tap danced away from this one, but you seem to think that Trump is going to go for four, possibly eight. I want to know what your thoughts are with all the Russia allegations and the investigation stuff that's been going on around him. Do you not think that that's going to swallow him up at all? Really? Uh, Nunez was the most recent one. <laughs> oh, he's too American.
I again that wasn't me. <laughs> so, all right then. And let's say this this will be this, this I think will be a good go home one on just as we're delving into the future. Let's say he does get torpedoed by it. Trump's out. Right. Trump was seen getting a golden shower from you. <laughs> Pence. I was just going to say, who do you think is worse, Pence or Trump? And why? So, like, what do you see Pence doing if he were in charge? Right. <laughs> right. Okay. I agree with you. I was just curious what your take on it was. 
you know what scares me more about Pence is that he's kind of just going off what you said. He's the opposite of Donald Trump in many ways. What you described, you know, Donald Trump, he may adjust, he may quote unquote flip flop, backtrack, learn, and Pence wouldn't. But somehow, throughout all of that, Donald Trump looks outwardly batshit crazy. That's why it's so easy for the media to do what they do. And it's why it's so easy for everybody to overreact to everything he does because he's fucking Donald Trump. That was one of the things I saw a lot of when people were like, wait a second, why do you have an issue with him, you know, sending missiles over into Syria? Nobody cared when Obama was doing that sort of thing or wanted to do that sort of thing. And somebody said, well, that's because Obama didn't seem to just fly off the handle and do shit just for the sake of doing it. Trump does. So Trump has this image of being unhinged. He's 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 unbalanced, right? He's Donald Trump. He's fucking stupid, and he he just does stuff because somebody tweeted something he didn't like. Mike Pence, I feel like, is so much more marketable as a politician. He doesn't seem crazy to the people that vote, and that's what scares me most about him, is that Donald Trump seems like on the surface you could look at him and go, holy. Fuck. Okay, well, it's Donald Trump. Mike Pence, I feel like he would have a longer career because, although I agree with you, he is psychotically more crazy and and purely driven by his beliefs, which we've talked about. We both share Christian beliefs. There's a, there's a, there's a difference between that and letting it decide that you get to rule over other people with your beliefs. And I'm a firm believer that, that church and state need to be separate. And he would not have that, right? So that's what scares me most about Pence, is that he could do all the batshit crazy stuff you just talked about and still look normal. He was a different color. He was a different color, though. He was a different color, and his name, uh, his middle name was Hussein. His last name was Obama. His first name was Barack. So it was a lot easier to be like, hey, he's Muslim. <laughs> I think Rubio would have won. Is he? Explain that. You got a couple minutes here. Explain that.
<laughs> I thought it was Hop Sing. <laughs> Interesting. So you you approve of that. You approve of his Syria-Afghanistan moves. Is it safe to say... Okay. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were, were validating and approving it. Okay, so he's not striking out, in your opinion, he's not striking out as bad as people say he is. But And you just followed it up with that. The point I'm trying to get to is, isn't it funny? Because I think you and I have discussed this before, maybe not on the show, but 
If there was one thing, if you had to pick only one thing, that a Donald Trump presidency would have been bad for, it would have been foreign policies and international relations. And I actually think from what from talking to you, it sounds like he is doing far better at that than anything else. I so want to edit everything down to just have me be like, how do you think about Donald Trump? I give him an A. And on that note, we are officially out of time, out of time. So thank you for listening. Those of you that listened to both of these parts one and part two, thank you very much. The next one will not be political. We don't know what it will be yet. We'll figure it out. But as always, all right, fine. Next episode is the summer movie preview episode. And uh, it, it'll it'll have a lot less Trumps and just as many dicks. So, as always, thanks for listening. I'm Seth, and we'll catch you next time. Don't let tell you no. Don't let talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. This has been a dry run production.